welcome to another Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did, and I'm going to be sharing some of my stories with you, but we're also going to be covering the patch notes as well as the latest inside story and Hungering Deep. Hungering Deep is just a few days away if you're listening to this when it was published, and hopefully, hopefully, you're as excited as I am. Alrighty, first up on today's docket, let's talk about the patch notes that we got last week. I'm going to be covering a few of the things in case you didn't get a chance to read them or listen to the latest developer update where Joni comes back after a week's absence and lets us know what were some of the major things that they talked about. First up on the list, discarding unwanted voyages. This is something I'm really happy to see as it was always kind of a pain to have to go to a captain's table, rally the troops, and throw down a voyage. Then everyone has to cancel it and then everyone has to throw down another one just to clear out your inventory. So very happy to see that. Thank you very much. We also got aim sensitivity sliders for each of the guns. So the I have reached the blunderbuss and the flintlock pistol. You can now adjust the sensitivity on how those move on PC and Xbox. They also introduced a colorblind sensitivity, which is great. I love that they add accessibility, especially after the Xbox announcement with the new accessibility controller that they introduced. This is a nice welcome change. I look forward to seeing more of these changes as the game grows on. But if you're not aware, in the accessibility options for the colorblind sensitivity, you can change the red X's on Gold Hoarder missions to a white outlined X. So it's a lot higher contrast, it's a lot easier. And I actually had an opportunity to talk with someone who suffers from colorblindness who told me that the X on the map is now a lot more prominent and a lot easier for him to identify outside of the other items or, or the other shrubs or ferns on the maps. Also with the patch, we also got the sharing resources option back in the game, which is actually pretty fun. I, I actually didn't think I was going to be using this until I was fighting some skeletons and one of my crewmates actually was about to die. And I was like, oh, hey, here, uh, I can actually give you a banana. So here, have a banana. And they took the banana and then we passed the banana back and forth. And then eventually he ate the banana. But that was that's it's nice. It's a little thing. Uh, I didn't expect to see how much it would be used, but I do actually like the fact that it's actually in there. Um, also, quality of life, we got the Did You Hear That uh, update, they're calling it, where once you're transmitting voice over your microphone, now you can actually go into the audio settings when you're in-game and toggle it so it will show an actual icon. So it does say, like, hey, you are using the microphone in uh, the the game. So it's, it's actually kind of a nice reminder so that you remember, hey, you're actually in game chat so everyone can hear you around you. Um, the Pirate Legend Band in the hideout actually plays audible shanties now uh i've seen i've seen videos where you go down into the into the actual pirate legend and uh you see the band but the band doesn't actually make noise so kind of nice uh they're also looking to work on bringing back the washed up items uh the like the messages in the bottle or the 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 skulls or the little trinkets i miss those a lot because it was always kind of cool to see that little glimmer off in the distance on an island and want to go check and see what it was so i'm glad that that's eventually coming back i do miss it. Uh, part of the patch also gave us the uh, sound from the squawking chickens while caged is now uh, a lot more bearable. They tone that down a lot, and it's good because I, I have a feeling 
with the hungering deep coming, uh, we may have to have a lot of chickens on the ship. Uh, not my favorite thing, but you know, it, it's fine. If if I have to toss a couple chickens overboard to uh, assuage the wrath of a ancient one, I, I'm okay with that. I, I'll, I'll take that over the alternative. A couple quick things that I think are good to mention, but aren't big deals. Uh, you're not going to be naked anymore. Uh, pirates should no longer lose their clothing upon respawning after player deaths. Uh, no longer incorrectly hear the ambient noises after you've used a mermaid or ex exited the ferry or being teleported after being stuck. Um, changing your bucket at the equipment chest will make the water spill out instead of vanishing. This was something that wasn't really talked about, was, uh, but there was a video out that kind of said like, hey, if you're, if you're scooping and you change skins on your bucket while you're in a sloop, then you can quickly remove the water. That's no longer a bug. It's actually going to go back in there. So don't try and rely on that as well. And while we're on the topic of things to kind of do when you're dealing with water in your sloop, uh, when you grab a chest of sorrows, they used to be able to, you used to be able to get on a ladder and it wouldn't go into the actual boat. And they fixed that back in the beta, but there's still a bug where, well, bug or quality of life, I don't know, but there is still an, uh, an opportunity for you to not have to have water getting into your ship on a sloop uh, or on a galleon. So when you grab a chest of sorrows, grab it tap the ladder, uh, grab the ladder just at the very bottom. And as long as you stay below there, I don't know if this is intentional or not, but it considers you out in the ocean or on land and you don't technically fill up the ship with water, which is kind of cool. So little trick right there. So while we're on the topic of little tips and tricks, let me tell some of the folks who are playing on Xbox that may not realize this or may not have come across this, but the if you're not using an Xbox Elite controller, then you're missing a few buttons. And some of the buttons that are on the controller right now are not being used. And I would definitely recommend taking a look at some of the hotkey uh, binds that you can use. So right now with the up or with the D-pad, you have the left and right trigger buttons. Go ahead and assign those to like push to talk so that you can use game chat, but you're not always broadcasting out. So especially if you're using party chat, but you still want to have the opportunity to talk to someone in a game without having them know like what you're saying all the time. So you can set like the left D, the D pad trigger to uh, set up the push to talk, or say you're doing a fort, say you want to have bananas and a lantern on the left and right. So that way you're coming across a wave of shadow skeletons uh, or shades in the skull fort and it's at night you can quickly hit one of those buttons lift up your lantern start swiping at them if you take too much damage run away and hit the other left or hit the other button and then grab your banana real quick just quality of life things if you haven't set those up while you're going around and playing around in the settings to do like aim sensitivity or controller sensitivity set up a couple of those hotkeys so that way it's a lot easier as you're going out and playing in the world especially some of the folks that feel that pc versus xbox is a little unfair because of the keybind situation. All right, next up on today's docket, there is one little thing from the patch notes that I want to cover because it actually helped out a lot on the latest Skull Fort that I actually participated in with Killer SRT8. If you don't know, he is a Mixer streamer. You got to give the Mixer people some love because uh, Twitch is a very populated place and there's a lot of good streamers moving over to Xbox uh, and the Mixer so that they can actually have some viewership and build their own community but 
Killer and I were out and we had just completed a bunch of voyages and we were heading over to do a skull fort. And the skull fort was going pretty well. We had cleared most of the waves and actually repelled an attack from a really bad sloop. Uh, things were going well until I died and went on to the Ferry of the Damned where I ran into someone who was using their in-game chat. And I'm generally the person or the type who likes to try and be as friendly as possible when I'm actually out sailing. So he said hi to me, uh, I said hi to him, and uh, you know, uh, just kind of general things. He then asked if we were the sloop over at the fort. And if I lied, they probably would have come regardless. But I went ahead and told him, yeah, we are the sloop working on the fort. And then I asked him if he was the galleon that was over at the next fort uh, just hanging out. And he's like, yes, I am. And he's like, would you guys be interested in splitting the loot? And I'm not really opposed to that. I, I don't mind splitting the loot, uh, but I'd let them know, hey, we've been working on the fort for a while and it's getting kind of late. We would probably want to have at least the stronghold chest and skull. Everything else is negotiable, but we would probably want to have that because we've been doing a majority of the work. They would be coming in for the very end of it. And they said, yeah, that would be fine. And then I said, on a gentleman's agreement, can we agree not to backstab each other? And he said, hold on. Let me check with my crewmates. So he talked with his crewmates, and I couldn't hear what they were saying. And then they kind of confirmed, yeah, let's not backstab each other. So we actually, they sailed in, and it was probably a good timing because we had just hit a storm with some uh, salad guys or, or um, uh, jungle skeletons, uh, ferns as I call them. And they, they, it, they helped us out. They helped clear out some of the last couple waves. And just as the skeleton spawned, uh, Killer and I actually killed the, killed the captain. And as soon as the captain was done, our ship exploded in a massive amount of explosions. We had probably about eight to ten or, uh, kegs on there. And they all just went up. Uh, there was no saving our ship. And I'm sitting there with the skeleton key in my hand. And then Killer says, they just shot me. So I'm pretty upset at this point. I'm pretty, I'm pretty upset. So I, I decide I'm going to do what I think is going to be the best for Killer and myself. So I swim all the way out into the ocean and get my bearings based on where I was from the fort. And I swam all the way to the bottom of the ocean and I dropped that key. And then I proceeded to go and I took the ferry. Or no, I tried, I tried to take, not the ferry, but the uh, mermaid. A shark got me at the last minute. And it was at that point that I realized that even at a gentleman's agreement, some people, regardless of how you want to be, are out there just to mess with you and ruin your day. And I decided that if that was the case, then I was going to make them hunt for that key. And hopefully they wouldn't find it. But the reason I did this was because in the patch notes, it says players should no longer encounter an issue where they are unable to interact with reward items floating in the water once they leave the area and return. So we tested this. Killer and I got a new sloop and we sailed around for a little bit. We did some voyages. We finished up the one that we were on and actually got some pretty good loot from that as well. But when we decided to work our way back over to the fort, it had been about an hour uh, we thought we were going to be out for about 15 minutes. Turned out 30 minutes came by and then 45 minutes came by. And by the time we actually sailed over to the fort after doing everything else, uh, checking out a couple shipwrecks along the way, it had been about an hour. And we, we had two theories. One, it had despawned. Or two, they had found the key and taken all the loot. And there wasn't too much way for us to check. But when we actually got there, 
we sailed around and we saw that no one was there. There was no mermaids, so that was a good sign. Uh, no one was on the island, and there weren't any ships in the near vicinity. And we were very cautious about how we how we got there. So we sailed up to the fort eventually, and we started swimming around and, and looking for it. And I couldn't find it. I could not find the key. I checked the vault, and it wasn't open, but I wasn't sure if there was any loot in it left. So we were kind of swimming around and dealing with the 18 billion sharks that are now present in the Sea of Thieves. Uh, after we had killed about 17 billion of them, uh, the last billion decided to leave us alone. So we then kind of we kind of resolved the fact that we weren't going to get this skull for it. You know, we'd already gotten a lot of loot, and we hadn't found the we hadn't actually found the key. And we kind of accepted it. It's like okay. Well, it's not here. And then killer, killer after I died pops up and says, I see it. It's floating in the water. I see it. And he immediately gets killed by sharks. Uh, the other billion decided to come back. It was kind of a bummer. So we then we then proceeded to spend the next maybe 15, 20 minutes trying to get the, the, the key. Uh, we sailed a little bit closer and then we lost track of it and then eventually saw it in the water. But the key was still there, and we interacted with it. And then as soon as we got it, we got on board, and we sailed over to the fort, and we could use it. It was amazing. It was a, 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 a complete hour after we had actually completed the fort and left the key sitting at the bottom of the ocean. It eventually floated up, but because it's not vibrant, it doesn't really glow, it's so hard to see unless you know exactly where it's at. And that was great because we got there, we got our bearings based on where we were, and then we actually got the skull fort after <laughs> after we had worked so hard and then eventually been backstabbed by this group it was so rewarding to kind of get get that and then go turn it in and that was when i actually dinged 45 and i threw down my latest uh 45 gold hoarder um voyage and ended up getting 21 chests on three islands uh or no maybe it was four it might have been four islands but either way it was it was pretty crazy i had never seen eight chests on one island and then have two of those 16 chests on two islands it was pretty epic so this leads me to wonder how well will people work together using the speaking trumpet with the hungering deep because i've always wondered if there was a way to parlay with another crew and agree to a treaty or a document not to backstab is there some way that you can say okay we've parlayed we've made terms and we agree upon those terms and we're not going to break those terms until both of us agree that our partnership is done and if there's an agreement that we can put down to agree and then at that point ships can't damage each other and pirates can't damage each other until both parties agree to break that treaty so I'm trying to understand, I, I want to work together with other crews, especially with the Hungering Deep, with having a speaking trumpet, being able to speak to other people, to be able to come together to actually do some of this group content that's going to be coming. It, it doesn't feel like there's going to be many opportunities where you can actually play with other pirates and work together without them trying to backstab you at the at the end. So I don't know if that means that we have to try and do something where both parties get the same rewards and that they're mutually exclusive. It's not something that is physical in the game, like the rewards are just unlocked when you work together. And that's the only way that people will not backstab each other because obviously if you if both parties are going into it with the same thing no treasure and they're they're summoning it and then once the thing is done then it's unlocked and then there's no real reason to attack the other players unless you're just being that guy or that girl or that person that pirate <laughs> 
One of the things that Joe talked about in the video that I'm really excited for is something that I actually touched on last episode. So if you remember back, I talked about doing a poll on Twitter to ask if people would be interested in playing on a PTR server to allow the developers more power to get information about what's coming out in content, in future content updates. And yes, there are going to be a minority of people or a majority of people that don't want to be spoiled with new content. But a lot of us who don't mind being spoiled would love to know what's coming out and to also be able to give that information by testing out the bugs and features uh, as they're as they're being worked on so that when it does go live, you get the best experience possible because I know not everyone has time to be able to test out this stuff. When they come home, they only have a certain amount of time and they want to make sure that if they log on during a content drop that they have the best experience. And that's important to me. It's important to the team. And I'm happy to hear that the Pioneer testing program is going to be coming out. Now, if you're not aware Xbox Insider Hub actually has a Pioneer testing things. And if you want to learn more about how to do this, I'm going to put a link in the show notes to actually tell you how to go to their website and where you're going to be. You can take that link and sign up for the Insider program so you can help them test this stuff. Please, if you have the time and you don't mind the spoilers, do this. It's only going to help out the game in the long run. Next up on today's docket, let's get talking hungering deep. So if you didn't know, we also got an insider story, number 28, campaigns and content with Joni and Mike Chapman, and a significant update to the Sea of Thieves website. So if you didn't already know, they updated some of the bars and menus on the Sea of Thieves website to better explain the insider program, patch notes, and we got a full description of the Hungering Deep. Not necessarily what we're going to be fighting, but I think we all understand what that is. So I'm going to cover some of the things and weave the two in in each other so I'm not kind of overlapping what I talk about. So first off, rumors of something old, vast, and hungry are surfacing throughout the Sea of Thieves. Keep your ears to the ground in the taverns as a group of adventure-seeking seekers calling themselves the Bilge Rats have already heard a few juicy morsels about something stirring below the waves. So now we kind of know things are probably going to start out in the taverns. And since there are multiple taverns throughout the world, I'm assuming that the group of Bilge Rats are going to be in there drinking and you'll actually go in there to actually talk with them to kind of start off the process of uncovering the mystery of how to summon the hungering one so piecing together the tales of merrick the bard and his brush with the hungering horror uh if you haven't visited Sharkbait cove which i talked about last episode there's a good chance that you'll actually be able to work out how to summon the horror and i think a lot of it is going to pertain to Sharkbait cove because of just the general atmosphere around there it's all shark themed. They have multiple statues. And Merrick, from what I understand, is going to be sobering up sometime around Tuesday. So we're also getting drums, which most of you have seen on the launch screen. We now see a speaking trumpet and the drums. So the drums are going to be a new way to kind of add to the percussion of the shanties. And it'll be a little more impactful. I'm happy to see that. And I think it's going to play an important role in actually summoning the hungering horror. Speaking trumpets are coming, and that's going to allow us to be able to speak to other crews uh, from a distance and be able to work together to summon the hungering horror, as well as flags. Now, for a long time, there's been a lot of speculation on how to change the color of the topsail. And that flag up there is currently a way to tell 
what direction the wind is blowing. And it's a very good indicator, especially if you ever get a bug where you can't quite see uh, where the wind is blowing. But now we're going to be able to raise a flag our own flag. And of course they put in a surrender flag or a peace flag. They put in a Athena's fortune one for the pirate legends who want to show that off. And of course the Jolly Roger. So we're getting the Jolly Roger and we're actually going to be able to fly our flags now. It's great. So with this, it defaults to off. So if you look at the top of a, of a flag or you top the top of the mast uh, after the hungering deep is launched, you're going to notice that there's nothing up there. And you're actually going to have to go up there and interact with the top mast to be able to fly your flag. And a lot of people are going to have to decide how do they want to start up a voyage. And if you want to go up there and you see another ship and you're planning on engaging them, maybe you want to sail your or uh, send your flag up to either deceive or to warn them hey you know i'm a pirate legend you probably don't want to mess with me right now although in my experience some of the pirate legends have only been rep grinders so we'll have to see uh also we're getting the tattoos and scars and i'm glad to see this you're going to be able to go into your vanity chest and choose your tattoos and scars to be able to better tell your own story and i'm really excited about that because i can't wait to be able to um have the keelhauled logo uh on my chest or on my back or somewhere on my 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 body i can't wait for that because that's something that i i feel like i didn't really have an opportunity and i assumed when i first started my pirate that that was something that would be able to be changed and i'm glad that we're finally getting that customization because it's important to me and important to a lot of other pirates out there as well too along with this we're getting timed exclusive tattoos and scars just based around the hungering deep content so we're already going to get get the liveries we're going to get the sales and the figurehead and i think there's going to be a special figurehead for just the timed event uh when that comes out so there's going to be already the shark based stuff the the black with the 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 bite marks uh but we're also going to be getting exclusive stuff just during the timed event and they have yet to say if the timed event is one week two weeks maybe it's three weeks i would assume that probably three weeks uh is how long they want this to go because they want to make sure that people have an opportunity to actually get it especially as we're moving into summer a lot of folks are going to be on vacation and they want to make sure that pirates while they're out enjoying the caribbean on their own when they come back home and jump into the sea of thieves that they still have an opportunity to get those uh those updates or those exclusive rewards i would feel really bad if people didn't have an opportunity to actually do that so looking forward to finding out more information about that as we go so as Joe and Mike are talking, they are covering more information about how the timed rewards for the content are for the campaign specifically. But they also let us know that as soon as the timed exclusive events wear off, we're going to be moving into the weekly events and the stuff that's going to be more week to week as we get closer and closer towards the curse sails and the Forsaken Shores. So they mentioned again that the Skeleton Thrones are going to be one of those. And they also mentioned that they're going to be introducing the Cursed Cannonballs as another. And Mike was clear about how they were going to have specific ways for new pirates as well as pirate legends to have different goals and new ways to play so they're they're making sure to take into account that people who are pirate legend are still going to be able to have new interesting ways to engage in the world of sea of thieves so i'm really glad to see that and 
one thing that I'm really kind of personally bummed out about, I live in California, if most of you don't know, and I have the opportunity to go to E3. The trouble is, when I started this podcast, it was not, I, I need six months of podcast time to be considered a, a media uh, person to get to E3. And unfortunately, I can't buy a ticket on my own. So I'm kind of bummed about this. But we did find out that at E3, we're going to be able to see more information about what is going to happen in the cursed sales and the forsaken sale or forsaken shores. So I'm looking forward to E3, if only to find out more information about what these content drops are. And I wish I got the opportunity to go had I known that I needed six months of, of time with a podcast to be able to qualify for the media pass or uh, the media uh, badge. I, I totally would have started this uh, well before. Unfortunately, I didn't get into it soon enough. So here's looking to next year when I'll actually be able to report live or not live, but at least be able to go to E3 to talk about some of the content drops that are coming next year with Sea of Thieves. So the last thing I wanted to touch on with the inside story number 28 with Joe and Mike is that Mike and the team realize just how much we want more lore with this game. And I can't wait to find out how they plan on implementing this. Of course, with the game growing as a game as a service, we'll constantly be getting more updates added that will increase the amount of information about what was going on in the CFUs before we arrived. But I'm really stoked to hear that, and I've seen this, a lot more lore books are being placed around the world. And I've actually found a lot of those that have either given me quests or have been lyrics to shanties or just uh, overall information. I think the other day I actually found the uh, Lonely Sailor poem, which was uh, beautifully written, and it was it didn't add anything to the game. It didn't it didn't well it added something to the game, but it didn't give me any kind of monetary gain. It was just something that was added in there, and I was really excited to find out about uh, the 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 fact that this is something that means a lot to them as well too. And the reason I bring this up is because. In the patch notes, if you went to the actual forum for the patch notes, at the very bottom, there is a uh, extra page from the Tales of the Sea of Thieves added at the very bottom. It was a Sea of Thieves, and it was great because, and I'm not going to, I don't want to read it. I want you to go find it, and I want you to read it. I'll put a, I'll put a link in the patch notes. Take some time if you have any interest in the lore at all to read this because I'm, I'm reading through the, the the lore book right now and it's told as kind of a journal. And this is similar. This is like adding more pages to that journal from different perspectives of other pirates. So I'm stoked to see that this is uh, something that they're willing to do to expand upon the lore and the universe outside of printed material or events. It's really great to see. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, last thing on today's docket. I want to talk to you about how many great pirates have reached out to me over the last month, uh, at least in the last week. Now, a while back, I asked for reviews, and I always ask for reviews because the way iTunes works is the more reviews I get, the more discoverability I have. And the reason I want discoverability is because I want to help other pirates who don't have time to watch videos or read patch notes or go go digging for information to be without that information. So if they have time to listen and you enjoy what I do, that they be able to find it as well. So 
If you want to share the podcast, that's great. That's awesome. But I want to take a moment to thank some of the pirates who've gone and actually done reviews. So the latest one um, is from Goldhack77. He says, amazing podcast. Uh, I loved, or I've loved every single episode so far. And I've loved how you stay in touch with your listeners. I'm in the Discord server, and I love getting to talk to you and everyone else in there. I'm excited to hear all of the future episodes. Thank you for making such a great source of news for Sea of Thieves and a great time killer for my commutes. Keep it up, and I'll catch you on the seas. Goldhack, thank you very much. I love talking with everyone in the Discord as well, too. It's one of those few places where it's kind of a safe haven for everyone who really enjoys the game. But, but... That's not it. Over on the Canadian iTunes, Polaris90 says, Fantastic. Keep it up. Definitely the best Sea of Thieves podcast right now. And if that wasn't enough, I'm going to go all the way back and check the UK iTunes. So, Krusty DeBone says, Most informative Sea of Thieves podcast. Love listening to this every week. Great opinions and recently has been ex- excellent breaking down the upcoming DLC in bite-sized chunks. Keep up the excellent, excellent work. So, Pirates... Thank you very much. I love chatting with you. I'm working on making sure that we get a chance to sail together because that's one of my favorite things is learning who you are and why you came to Sea of Thieves and what excites you about this. Even some of your favorite tales about what's going on in the Sea of Thieves. I got uh, Detroit Moose who sent me an email letting me know that him and his son love playing the game together and they're looking for a PG-13 environment or a PG environment where they can start working on getting a skull fort down so that his son can actually experience a skull fort for himself and i'm trying to work out a time so if you are especially if you're a parent and you have kids that you like to play with and i know there's some of you in there in that discord who want to have father child or mother child uh experiences with sea of thieves and your kids and you want to try and excel at getting uh skull forts join the discord i'm going to put a link in the notes as always talk with other pirates in there because they're good people and they want to make sure that everyone has a good time. In fact, one of them is a strictly PVP person. He does really well at at PVP and another person does really well at PVE and we got him on the same boat and it worked out great because some of us were working on a skull fort and the other person was fending off other pirates. It's a great pairing and everyone's been having a great time doing it. It's it's been one of the, the greatest things I've actually gotten to do and I love hearing from all of you. So Thank you very much. Uh, That's going to do it for this episode. If you want to be the pirates to get a hold of me, there's always ways to do it. Twitter, at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. I've gained over 100 followers in the last month, and it's been amazing. I've I've really enjoyed getting to meet different pirates out there, especially across the world, too. If you want to email me, like Detroit Moose, C-A-P-T-L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com. If you want to sail with me, feel free to talk to me. Send me a message. My gamer tag is C-A-P-T-A-I-N-L-O-G-U-N. No spaces. It's just Captain Logan. Join our Discord. Jump in there. I don't have any bots or anything telling anyone what to do. There's no roles. There's no ranks. Everyone's equal in my eyes in that Discord. So I'm really happy to see the different pirates in there. And we all kind of share information. And I love dropping information in there as we get it so that you guys get to see it as well, too. So thank you again. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I can't wait for the Hungering Deep next week. It's so close. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. So, Pirates, thank you. I 
love you, and I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves.